Welcome to We Don't Know That, podcast where we talk about things we clearly know nothing about. This is Chris. Mizuchi. This is Irv. And thank you guys for joining us again. We are back from our one-week hiatus. I think we just needed a little time off during this uh, period of mayhem and unrest. So we are back. We are happy to be back. And we have a lot to talk about. And I, I did the calculations. I think we're on... Let me check our notes real quick. <laughs> we're on day 131 since uh, like lockdown was announced in the U.S. It's Dude. <laughs> 131. That's just, that's just depressing, honestly, when you think about it. But also, like, maybe we mentioned this before, but hasn't time gone by like relatively quick? I, I feel like it has. Yeah, my, because yeah. yeah, I think everyone's I think just so used does. to like, staying inside. Yeah, time always flies. I feel like no matter what you think, especially when you get older. Yeah, I don't know what things would ever feel long. Like people say, oh, school feels long, but school goes by so fast. That's true. It really does. Yeah, yeah four years of like, like undergrad. College you went have by days like, that feel long, but then when you look back at it, it's always quick. college went by so quick, bro. Like I think I remember. A lot. I like remember everything, pretty much. Everything that's uh, that's impressive. <laughs> Which yeah, for well, yeah, well, the second to last the day. Main stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> you say? Which yeah. you eat for dinner for your, on your second to last All right, day? I don't know. About oh, yeah, what, what was <laughs> your first so, meal uh, at college? Bro? All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have photogenic memory here. Honestly, I think the so I went to a school with like really good food, right? They're always like ranked in the yeah, top yeah. five or flex so. Harder. I think the first <laughs> flex harder. This guy. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> I think the first meal I had on campus there was just um it was when i was visiting I, I wasn't an enrolled student yet but went to one of the cafeterias and just had like a generic burrito from just like one of the uh, virginia tech owned like restaurants there and it was like lesser quality than a chipotle burrito and that like <laughs> set the standard for in like my head going in because like this burrito's good but it's it's nowhere near just like the standards that i imagined so that was just that was interesting to to have while i was still looking at schools but i don't regret it because the first the time i had um sausage and gravy sausage gravy biscuit mm. was at virginia tech and it was amazing oh was yeah, it yeah you guys are you guys yeah. is uh food court it's a cut above the rest i believe um yeah well, schaefer schaefer's has its days but it's not to the to y'all's level I think SEC schools typically have good food. Is SEC. Tech an SEC school? I don't know. No, we're, we're in the nah, ACC. Nah. We're Tech's yeah, in the yeah, ACC. Right. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, it's like, not really a cut above the rest. It's a cut above, like, probably all the other schools that aren't SEC. Wait, I think it what? was number one for a while, though. Why are you bringing up SEC? I'm confused. <laughs> I was saying, basically, I'm saying Southern schools have good food, too. Oh, true, true. Yeah. I mean, food is generally, I think, in my experience, that food I get the best food in the South, but mm. really you get the best soul like, food in the South. Yeah, food is. soul mm. food. Yeah, I don't know about variety, really. Like, mostly like chicken, like based food. Yeah, like chicken wings and fried chicken. Yeah. yeah, if you want to be proud of Southern heritage, be proud of soul food. <laughs> yes, yeah, so no, honestly, honestly, dude, it's like <laughs> it's the it's like my favorite food. Speaking of schools and colleges, I guess we'll we'll knock out like two things here. So a few episodes ago, we talked about how Irvin I's local high school was in the the running to have their um, 
the name of the high school changed. So we went to a high school named Robert E. Lee, and there were a few names in the running, but in light of Congressman John Lewis's death in the past couple of weeks, um, the school board decided to fast track the process and they unanimously voted to change the name of our high school to John Lewis High School. And, you know, there there's there's dispute for sure from people who, um, I, I would say there's like two camps, people who just don't think that a school should be named after an individual because there's always like dirt you can probably pull up on someone, um, you know, regardless of how well they're renowned throughout like their career or, you know, this is their general um, life. And then there are others who are just like, he's black, you know, the typical, <laughs> um, and they see it as bias. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He fought for civil rights. He's biased. Bias <laughs> to who boy. Yeah. I don't, don't understand why there's, I don't know about you, but I will take a civil rights icon any day over a Confederate general. So I was not at all in my head, you know, disputing this name change by any. I think means. I think you guys should be proud. That's a very yeah. like major step that the that your school has done. Like seriously, I think that uh, I think that people should just <laughs> I don't know stop being so sensitive towards. Right, and uh, thing yeah. is, before when people would ask me. Oh, like, what was the name of your high school? I would kind of just like shrug my shoulders and say, "Uh, I went to oh Robert my God, D. Your school's D. named after a Confederate general." <laughs> they wouldn't Whenever, even say like... that. They would just kind of say, like, they would just nod their head, like, "Oh, okay," and then we would move on to the next topic because they obviously didn't want to get into that. But now I can proudly say, "Hey, I went to John Lewis High School." So when I, think I um, it's quite the glow up. When I was an A fam, uh. My uh, professor went to uh, Robert E. Lee High School too. Mm. When I told him I went to, when I told him about the like sort of like uh, racial apathy that a lot of students had at, at my high school, and then when I told him what the name was of the school, he was like, "Oh yeah." We both like nodded in agreement yeah. about how like, <laughs> yeah, we probably faced the same experiences going <laughs> to a school that's like not only in the name of just like kind of erasing what how bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the Confederacy was, but you know how that would leak into like the education and stuff. And, you know, yeah, you get people tweeting like the Civil Civil War wasn't about slavery. <clears throat> yeah, did he? Um, was it the Robert? E. Lee? I know there's a Robert E. Lee in Texas too. I think he is from Louisiana or something. There's a lot of Robert E. Lee. I, yeah, I would not be surprised. So if if anything, this is the first of you know a wave of name changes not just for schools named after robert e lee but for confederate generals <laughs> in general <laughs> but i guess I'm on the topic of <laughs> confederate generals uh the old capital of the confederacy richmond there have been there have been happenings <laughs> i guess you yeah got, there's yeah. been quite a few um i think richmond it's, i think the pro I don't think the processes have ever really stopped, but I, they've been, uh, you know, restart, revamped because of the all this that's happening in uh, Seattle and Portland. So mm-hmm. uh, there's there's been I've seen a lot of stuff uh, happening in Richmond, like via videos and such, and uh, it's just a lot. Uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, VCU put out an email saying that there's over a hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, damage, property damage, uh, and people are not too happy about that, given that the president makes 
I think a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, there's a little bit of controversy going on in uh, in the VCU community online, uh, just talking about like why should we? Why are you telling us when you're making <laughs> that much money? <laughs> and there's also the the you know the whole issue with the uh, police force and uh, some students that feel like a certain way towards the uh, VCU VCPD and uh, you know some people were claiming that they're like a bit overfunded. So there was a huge uh, discussion there. What do you guys think of that? So that. the hundred thousand dollar property damage claim it it's for like the campus itself, right? Not like, yes. Richmond as all. Okay. To, to my to my understanding, it's for yeah VC directly. But then Irv, I, I think we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. But based on what you've seen, can we uh, confirm <laughs> that claim? I'm um. When I'm walking, when I was walking around campus, or not walking around, driving through it, it honestly did not look like there was any damage at all, besides some graffiti. Yeah. But some buildings did have like it was just windows. I think were busted out and boarded up. So unless they, man, those those broke windows hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, made. Of I mean, gold. they're big windows. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much big bay windows cost, but it looked like only windows were damaged. Like none of the dorms were damaged that I saw. Um, on Monroe Park campus, I saw some graffiti. Um, it's just you know, a hundred thousand seems like kind of a stretch from what I saw. Unless like there's there's probably inside damage that I didn't see, maybe. But I feel like like property of like universities or um, just like cities in general, they they tend to have a bit of an upcharge. So I I feel like. In a way, it could still be realistic, but again, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen like any of the, the claims of what they say was actually damaged, and like, I mean, I'm not a financial analyst, so can't. Yeah, really, I like... can. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Richmond was... <laughs> is. Yeah. Would you say it's up in flames right now? Probably not. Right. Uh, I. Uh, I don't think it's up in flames. It's not up in flames. It's probably yeah. at night if you're at Monroe Park campus. I've heard they've been tear gas. Imposed. A, <laughs> I, I heard they imposed a strict curfew for Monroe Park. It's like nine p.m. now that you can't go in. Yeah, oh, nobody wow. really cares though. They <laughs> might said, close it off, but I don't think anybody cares. Like if someone's it's like, kind, it's cra- it's kind of crazy that this is actually happening though. Like, I've always like been able to like walk through, except that one time it was like closed for like two years. <laughs> yeah, dude, walk Portland's going crazy right Monroe now. Park. Man, the whole world is, or not, the U.S. specifically, and some of these cities for protests. I can't, I can't believe they've been protesting nonstop, like every night in Portland. Like that, yeah, that's that, dedication. That right was crazy. See, just seeing what's going on there is actually wild. Um, I think there was like a wall of like moms and like a wall of grandmothers, like trying to defend protesters at one point and i saw like mm. there was a marines stepping out there to like you know for the cause so um certainly a, a lot of heavy stuff going on in portland uh, yeah just wish safety and uh blessings to all the citizens protesters out there well, i don't think they they're marines but they yeah they're they're tear gas but they're yeah. they're federal agents veterans. uh or were they maybe there were like veterans like acting on their own but Yo, the... but... No, there's a wall of veterans that yeah, oh, like, oh, that okay. were protecting yeah, yeah. that were protecting yeah, the not, protesters, not like not, yeah, the police force. Oh, not veterans like <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. There's actually well, a, not. There's... There are a lot of veterans that 
don't really like them there. Yeah, <laughs> good on you, veterans. I uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I definitely believe it. But there was definitely there's a uh, talks that there's like a secret like military like I don't know if it's the National Guard like coming in and like you know trying to quell the protests. I don't I don't know what do you guys think about that? Like some sort of secret police. People are calling it Trump's Gestapo. Like you know. If you don't well, the thing is, scary. that's so scary. Getting yeah. kidnapped—that's actually very terrifying. Especially because I think when it first started, and I, I could have some of these details wrong, but when the claims about like the federal agents basically kidnapping protesters off the streets and detaining them, they were coming in in unmarked white vans. They didn't have any markings on their uniform, so there was no way you could really identify whether or not they were like with the DHS or the the federal government. Or if they're, you know, they're just acting out of just malicious intent. Like, I, if I was in that situation, I would be That's kind of scared. scared out of my mind. Yeah. So I, I don't blame them. And then I think since then, um, like the DHS agents and the FBI have been required to at least identify that they are like with a certain agency, but they're not necessarily required to say their names because they're... Um, I think there's fears of like them getting doxxed <laughs> on Twitter or social media, which I think is a fair claim, but also at the same time, you know, it's, it sh- should be held to the same standards as, um, you know, like a typical law enforcement officer who's like required by law to identify themselves. But it, it's, it's scary stuff. Like yeah, the fact that it's at like, the end of the day, they are, they are required by law to, you know, identifies themselves like if you ask for a cop's badge number they have to give it to you mm-hmm. and that's just for like accountability purposes right yeah and if you're not you know acting out of uh if you don't like have malintents um like why why should you be scared to give out your name i mean that that might be a little ignorant to say but if you're not <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, if you're not doing anything point. wrong <laughs> I guess, like, yeah. in general, you being there is cause for, you know, people to just go on you already, even if it, like, it is your job and maybe you're against um, the order itself. But it's a, it's, it's a super messy situation. Yes. Super, super messy. Yeah, and there's uh, about, what, like, we got, like, 99 days until election, re-election day, so. Oh, man. It's definitely that's... a very strong, we'll, we'll see what types of charades the orange is going to pull <laughs> unfold to yeah boost his ratings you know i i've noticed that when people this is just like a people thing like i, I like well politicians especially like when the ratings are down it's time to pull some clout moves like so we'll see like what <laughs> yeah what he's got it's, in store it's gonna Not be to a ride. Like political or anything but. oh yeah yeah <laughs> Because we don't know that, but we it's always interesting to see, you know, what people people pull when they're desperate. Oh yeah, for sure. Speaking of people trying to pull a desperate move towards the presidency, our uh, our favorite musician, our favorite artist, Kanye, <laughs> he ha- he recently had a rally. I think it was about a week yeah. ago now. Route right? Where where was this? Where this? South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina. Yeah. Um, I just do one of you. One of you guys want to explain this? It's just I'm. Mean, <laughs> uh, so basically, Kanye had some very strong uh, opinions. I think uh, 
one of the first things, one of the things he said uh, was about Harriet Tubman. That that whole oh thing sort of shaked the room. Uh, he said, if you guys weren't um, aware, he said Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves; that he made them go work. Uh, she made them go work for other other white people, uh, and that sort of like was the first like that was that was like the beginning of a, the whole slew of controversy that erupted that night. But um, what do you guys think about that? I think that you know, um, obviously Kanye has. He's he has a he's a very controversial figure and uh, we've we've had our episodes with him uh, in the past but we can we're, I'm not sure if we can contribute that to his mental I know he has um, struggles with mental health I don't know if we can contribute that to his mental health but um, what do you what do you guys think I think he's spiraling and it could definitely be attributed to him just needing to. Yeah, seek out some professional help. <laughs> Again, we don't know that, yeah. but it's just it was, what he was say, saying during this rally. It was, it was very concerning from just like a like a health perspective, I guess. Seeing yeah. or like then, him trying to act like that's normal. And then was, he went on a rant, which is like Kanye has done this before. Uh, gone on some Twitter rants before. I remember freshman year when he was going off on a Wiz Khalifa about like something, but I don't, I don't know. Um, this whole situation was very terrifying just to see that. Um, we, we know that he needs, um, some type of, uh, mental assistance because, uh, these outbursts are just, uh, they're just getting a little bit, um, scary for the fans. So, Mm -hmm. um, I am praying for his health and his well being and that he gets everything sorted out. But, uh, at the same time, um, I don't want to encourage, you know, what he's doing because obviously um, he's not helping uh, anyone right now uh, with the rhetoric, rhetoric that he's uh, giving out to the people. So um, I'm, in, I'm in a spot where, you know, I just want I want the best for him, but I also don't want him. I don't want this rhetoric to be, you know, broadcasted because he is a huge influencer in our culture, musically, fashion wise and you know artistically so he does have very large influence over a specific demographic of people and i do believe that some people will uh, feel certain ways towards that so i don't know that's just my take yeah i think do you, he still says that this or he's claiming that this isn't for his new album that's coming out or it's not meant to be like a publicity stunt or anything do you guys think he's he's being sincere with that still? I think people have said that he always does something crazy right before an album drops. Right, yeah. I, I don't really go the, look into it, but tweets. like, probably, honestly. Thonda? Did it even drop? It didn't even come out, so... Uh, it has not yet dropped yet. Yeah, so... I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna pull up some of the tweets right now. I don't now. know, someone mm-hmm. was saying that like, I mean... So yeah, he—I mean—he's definitely probably has some bipolar issues and has having a manic episodes. But like the nature of the things that you say, still just kind of makes you think that he like believes in a certain wrong way of thinking. Like, I don't know. Like, if you're—I don't know. I'm not—I don't know the exact science of like being bipolar. But I feel like you still say things. You say things that you might say things that are like out of pocket, but it's still like the ideas behind it you'd still have to believe if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so like 
people are like trying to defend him saying that like oh no y'all just didn't get what he was saying he was saying that like yeah she freed the slaves but they were forced to i mean they still had to deal with like uh you know working in factories and such and such but he was blaming her for that right yeah who you blame is like yeah she got him out of slavery now they got to deal with another um elephant in the room and the uh like jim crow and stuff Mm -hmm. shit like that but it's not her she got him out of a bad situation to hopefully work towards a better situation yeah it was an unintended consequence yeah like it's not like oh hey just get free and we'll come work here and then you'll be fine. Like, relax, bro. And then he went on to a rant uh, to talk about how Kim was trying to, you know, have, I don't know, have a doctor come out there. And uh, I, I have a tweet right here, actually. Uh, <laughs> he said they they tried to fly me in with two doctors to 5150 me. I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Waldorf to talk for uh, prison reform. Quote, and that was in quotes. Yeah, that was that was in quotes she, to imply that something else was pretty much accused her of cheating. I got oh. two hundred more to go. This is my last tweet of the night. Chris Jong Un, little baby, my <laughs> favorite rapper, but won't do a song with me. <laughs> it gets it's just sad now. Like like you feel bad for him, and the tweets are kind of funny, but like weren't those yeah. deleted? Didn't he delete? Yeah, them? They, they yeah. I he ended I, up I read even coming out at the end, like saying that like yo. He, he wanted to apologize to Kim because she's all like if you think about it she is always like getting his back like say hey like please forgive him like he's he's just going through things such and such like that and like people are like kind of saying like yeah that's pretty good of her actually compared to like her where people will say like she's just like a gold digger or something or like she wants the Kanye brand so she's that's why she married him but like I think she does usually like get his back and he and then this when this happened he just kind of outed her with whatever he believes in, so he apologized publicly for that. I think it's kind of crazy how Kanye can outdo the ridiculousness of the Kardashian family. Kardashians. Yeah, I mean, I guess they haven't really done anything super controversial, but or like recently, I should say. But just considering their their history and their reputation. The fact mm. that he is just in a, a level of his own <laughs> compared to them is just, it's kind of crazy to believe at this point. Is she still studying to become a lawyer? That's what, was she doing that? I didn't even know that. Yeah, she not was. Um, Hell no, not hip. Yeah, she I, said. I don't, I don't know. If she, yeah, I think so. <laughs> she wanted to, or she saw something. I forget what exactly she saw, but it was like eye-opening. And she said, the only way I can help the world is if I become a lawyer. <laughs> the only way? Not the only way, but she was like, one of the best ways I can. Or if she can okay, here. <laughs> Kardashian, Kim Kardashian is also planning to become a lawyer by doing a four-year law apprenticeship that is supervised by the law firm, uh, hashtag Cut50, at which Van Jones is a partner. Interesting. I think she should just go to actual law school. Because that seems like a, I don't know how lotteries work honestly but that sounds kind of like a i guess it's not a shortcut because it's four years anyways yeah so i i would say that's probably the equivalent of uh, just doing law school okay what's the um did she go to college uh, i don't know maybe that's why i don't think so maybe the apprenticeship lets you skip like the prereqs for it, yeah. She probably have to go back and do everything. She doesn't want to do all that. 
yeah, if you know how uh, law apprenticeships work, let us let us know. Send us a tweet, send us an email, and if you could explain the, I guess the differences between going the traditional route and then this, that that would be cool. But as far as we know, I mean, based on the Wikipedia page, she is still studying to become a lawyer. So if that pans out, you know, Kim, good for you. Um, control your husband. <laughs> I'm sorry. When he said, <laughs> when he said, "Lil Baby's my favorite rapper," but he won't do a song with me. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it's funny when Lil Baby I, came out. It was like I didn't even know. Yeah, he's he like trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, what are you talking about? I didn't say anything. <laughs> you like, know, oh, no, um, don't bring me into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, "Lil Baby said nobody, nobody told me yeah you want to do a song. That's fucked up." <laughs> he tweeted that. <laughs> I feel like in the moment That's... he just thought of like the very first rapper that came to mind when it came to like black lives matter or whatever maybe it was- i mean but little baby's <laughs> actually been you know, having a very good year musically yeah he's been, i can i can see why i can see why mm-hmm. you know. i guess good he's for in- him if <laughs> just based on how you see it but um i mean best of luck to kanye honestly yeah for me- mental health wise well-being yeah, yeah well-being so he needs help some somehow and people that think he could actually be president need help. His recent thing about he could beat Biden in a write-off is just problematic in itself because Biden's not even the president right now. That's not who we're trying to get out of office. <laughs> Word to Shannon Sharp. Well, like historically, that is, or like even statistically, that people is saying, impossible. <laughs> people are saying he's just trying to take away votes from Biden. And again, I, I think I maybe cover this last time did we talk about kanye last episode i think yeah, i guess it feels like a while ago because we, we we had the hiatus but yeah. Yeah. um yeah when, when we talked about it last week it's just i don't think i think the same people who say they're going to support kanye or like write in his name during election day are the same people who you know aren't really inclined to vote in the first place or if mm-hmm. maybe there are people who decide to like change their their vote very last minute like i i think they're just such a small percentage of the population that it wouldn't actually sway or take away votes from the you know the main political candidates that's just my like two cents and i i think a lot of people share that sentiment too like people just love to be loud on social media you know but yeah. those are those are the, those aren't representative of um you know the general population as as we know based on like bernie bros just talking about how much like bernie's going to change the country and then you mm. see the lack of voter turnout from like that specific demographic like mm. it it just goes to show you know so i'm i'm not too worried on that front at least i was listening to the radio and there's an interview it's like just re- interviewing random people about Kanye and stuff and there's one lady who was like she's tired of people saying that like if he's trying to split the black vote because it's like implying that black people are just voting for going to vote for Kanye, like basically just because he's like a black artist, and she said like she's tired of that like kind of rhetoric because it makes it seem like that black people aren't thinking when they vote and just voting for black people. Yeah, and then, you- which is kind of a common thing back when, with Obama, but like there's been black politicians that black people don't like. Yeah, like, for sure. You still you have to be you still have to say things that like most black people would agree with and that's what obama did like he was not only i mean being black was kind of like a big thing too like 
a, like a serious black presidential candidate, and he was saying things that were pretty hopeful, you know, and you could argue whether or not any of those came true, but he was successful in getting higher black turnout. I just remember that one Boondocks clip of, um, I think they're, in, I, I forget the names of the Boondock characters, but uh, they're interviewing the grandpa and Huey. Oh, yeah. That's I think. what I was, yeah. Yeah. They, they interviewed the, most of the characters. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. <laughs> the grandpa was like, what, you want to explain it, Herb? I, yeah. I probably won't <laughs> remember Basically, it grandpa represented, like, all the, like, um, people that voted for Obama just because he was, like, black and didn't really look into what he was saying. And he was like, Obama is going to lower my taxes. And then the dude was like, like Wonder Herzog was like, actually, <laughs> he's actually planning to raise taxes at your pay level because Grandpa was actually kind of rich. Like, they live in a nice neighborhood. <laughs> and he said, well, he, he is going to, I forget what else. All these, all those different things. And he, and he pretty much just kept disapproving. He just pretty much kept disproving what he was thinking. And then at the end, Grandpa was like, what the hell is he going to do with him? At least he said something else. but. <laughs> and then Huey at the end was like, I'm voting for Obama. Because he's black. <laughs> well, that's Riley. That's Riley. Or Riley. Oh, shit. yeah. And then there's <laughs> yeah, Riley's the the younger one. one. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then well, yeah. So okay. I think that episode was kind of just like a commentary on blindly support. Yeah, the, the show is meta for sure. Super meta. I think it's a. I think it's a mastercraft. Honestly, the first three seasons. Isn't there supposed to be season five? And a lo- I hope not. <laughs> and a lot <laughs> yeah. of people, I feel like, missed the miss a lot of the lessons that it has just because of the crude humor and like a lot of people laugh at the lowbrow stuff like haha riley talks funny haha it's like everyone it's like everyone that laughs at pickle rick only or like pickle rick <laughs> is like the funniest joke to people but there's a lot of like highbrow humor in the boondocks and a lot of messages that um yeah there's a lot of the boondocks has yeah like uh, a lot of people will laugh at like riley saying nigga you gay but like not at the actual funny things that Riley has said. Like Riley has said some pretty funny things that wasn't just calling people gay. So you're saying you have to have a high IQ to to understand and laugh at the boot yes. GBA yeah, basically has to be three point five. Like, uh, listen to J Cole too. Listen to, <laughs> yeah, to, listen to Kendrick. Yeah. Have a PhD Kendrick in physics. Mark. Yeah, then you get then you'll get the boot. Yeah. <laughs> which which explains why we think it's funny. Ha ha ha. Exactly. <laughs> big brain big brains over here i want to get your guys opinion on this i guess this trend that happened over the weekend um irv you might you may be able to shed some light on this but there was a i don't know if you guys heard about this but there was a hashtag that went around um called med bikini and apparently there was this research paper saying that people in the medical field particularly young professionals so like people just starting to um you know get into like their nursing or uh, like medical careers as like doctors they should take a certain level of professionalism and not post anything you know related to uh, like wearing a swimsuit so that (laughs) portion is directed to like women or and then the, the research paper was also saying that you should be be posed with like alcohol, so that's even something like just posing with like a a glass of wine or like a beer. And the research paper was basically saying that all of those were unprofessional and it shouldn't be associated with 
like your healthcare taker. Um, <laughs> and as you guys could probably guess, there was a lot of outrage from people who sure. have posted yeah. things like that and are in the medical field. And it was basically, you know, just a an attack on women specifically. I, I think those were like yeah, the most the targeted. Thing. Yeah. Have, have you heard about this story, guys? No, I actually haven't. That's you haven't? Wild. I have not. Yeah. That sounds like such a like 50s, 60s right? type of way of thinking. Like, bro, like that's like thinking your teachers just go home and like sit down at the couch. Like sit down and just are robots that go and turn off at home and don't have lives outside of teaching. Right. And I, there was this one uh, specific tweet that uh, I think I saw that said, uh, or it was this it was this girl who like posted pictures of her in her swimsuit and she was in Hawaii mm-hmm. and she was like, "Do you really expect me to be wearing a lab coat and, and yeah. goggles in Hawaii? Like I, so I can stupid. wear a swimsuit at the beach when I'm in Hawaii." Nah, it's that's just, just that I, I I could already tell what the guy who wrote it looks like probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, but you all know probably. But the thing is it was it was I think it was this it was published in some like actual scientific journal because it was like esteemed research or whatever. I, I don't know what the terminology is exactly, but it was peer reviewed yeah. and you know, it had some like backing apparently. Heads. No, they're not. That's the thing. Uh, it was um well, I think one of the prominent authors was actually I I don't remember his age exactly, but I want to say like late twenties, early thirties. Like he he uh, was the one making those assertions, and it's just <laughs> that's like, the thing, man. Like yeah, it's such a direct, obvious bias that is that means like if it was published in an actual book, in a, like an actual like research paper, that just like proves like how biased things can get, like subconsciously like not even just racially sexually and like what alcohol is a prohibition like right yeah it's, it's it's wine i would say you probably shouldn't have you being blackout drunk like doing crazy things online mm-hmm. yeah but i mean i if i post like something with a beer in my hand like what am i am i 18 I mean, can i not drink i'm like 23 man <laughs> yeah that's uh it's very facts, actually. Um, you know, you gotta behave like an adult when you're online to an extent. To an extent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can enjoy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but don't wear a bikini. Shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 going a little far. Like we're all adults. Like, like <laughs> you know. Actually, th- so there's a second part to the story. Actually, so that that first part is kind of you know the reasons that research paper brought up, um, pretty ridiculous, but. I don't remember if this was in the research paper, but then there was another argument saying like, if uh, your healthcare provider was a little more open with their political views, and let's say they were a little more on the controversial side, does that skew your view of your healthcare provider? So for example, um, let's say the doctor you go to is like a, very open Republican is against abortion or, you know, they, they believe in like flat earth. They're like a conspiracy theorist. Does that change your view on your healthcare provider? Cause some people are saying like, it's kind of the same light as the professionalism thing. Um, whereas like the, the first part we talked about is more of your personal life, but 
this like second point I'm bringing up are like your actual views. So would you trust someone that doesn't necessarily agree or align with like your own personal views or do you trust them enough as your healthcare provider to do like their job in general, regardless of like what they're thinking? Um, I thought that was like an interesting uh, I think that has to be looked at a little bit more because like medical racism is actually like crazy. Like, mm-hmm. It's insane. I, so you, you just, you, I don't know. You have to like, you really have to know who you're dealing with. I feel like, but not to like that extent at the same time, it's kind of a gray area. Cause you know, it's just their doctor, like how personal are you going to get with them? But right. You know, like, I think that they're kind of reaching on that. They're the same thing. Like, if you have a doctor who thinks the earth is flat, that just tells me he's not, like, I mean, he's an idiot. <laughs> or if you, think, if you have a doctor who's, like, so Republican that he says wearing a mask is dumb and such and all that, then he's probably bad at what he does because he's disagreeing with what the science. majority of what the health scientific community is going against. But wearing a bikini is something that's... What does wearing a bikini have to do with how your thought process is? Like, because then that's implying that wearing a bikini is something that's seen as, um, uh, I don't know, like scandalous when mm-hmm. it's really just a piece of bathing suit. Like, what are they gonna like that? Then like, it's just dumb. Like, no, it's not the same. It, yeah, it's a, that's a lot of reaching in there. Those uh, those might be a little bit of exaggerated examples yeah, like yeah, believing yeah. like a, a doctor actually believing flat earth or being an anti-vaxxer those are basically one in a million but i i think the the point more is maybe some people aren't as comfortable going to uh, a healthcare provider knowing they think a certain way like let's say you're, you're friends with your doctor on facebook or you follow them on twitter and they're openly talking about their political views you know Issues that are actually politically debated, not, you know, issues okay. that shouldn't be. Um, but if you are not comfortable with their their views on certain issues and, you know, they, yeah, they don't align with you, how comfortable are you? So well, I, I think that's more so the uh, like, yeah. point of that. That makes sense. Well, even then, I would say, like, but they were saying not to wear bikinis because of this, that, this, yeah. and that. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, if if they don't align with your views, then you, you have every right to deny service. Like, That's true. But yeah. You that doesn't always... mean mm-hmm. I should change how I live. If I was going to a doctor and I found out that he's very much a uh, Trump supporter, such and such, and doesn't doesn't like all these riots and stuff, then I probably wouldn't want to go with go to him. And the fact that there's freedom to do and say what you want to do allows me to make better decisions on who's taking care of me so i think like no the doctor shouldn't affect shouldn't change what he does because shouldn't change what they do because they're a doctor if it's in the realm of like norm normal normalness what is it normality i don't know normalcy <laughs> actually yeah normalcy. i don't, I, I, I don't uh, know what the <laughs> but like if yeah it, but like you should have the freedom to do what you want to do basically and if people don't agree with that, then yeah. But like, if there's like a bias, and you're not gonna hire a doctor because of whatever, mm-hmm. that's like, that's a yeah. No, that, that that's a good distinction. Like, if you're uh if you're looking for a healthcare provider and you don't agree with the healthcare provider's views, just find another one. Um, and I know yeah. that's not as easy for for some people. 
Yeah. But I, I feel like to a certain extent, you have to trust that the people you're going to are going to actually perform their job that they were hired for. And if not, then hopefully that's, that's handled sometime. Down that's the road. very terrifying to think about the all the people that were not right. Yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't want someone that shows bias against what you are or how you live your life. Right. Yeah. You, to affect, they might not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrifying to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if the paper was, it's okay for patients to to deny treatment because they saw people in a bikini and that's okay then yeah because then you're just saying it's the then you're just saying something that's already like a thing like it's your choice to not receive service Mm -hmm. but to say that doctors shouldn't do it because of this and that is i think just wrong yeah it just shows bias within the medical field yeah they're everyone's humans you know they 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 can do what they want (laughs) just Mm -hmm. i to an extent, yeah. Keep you can keep your personal life and your professional life separate, but there are certain things you should still be able to do openly without yeah, having your, that like scrutiny. I could see if they're like wearing bikinis to like I don't know to, <laughs> to their the office. doctor's office. <laughs> yeah, like bro, like that was some that was just some like old fifties head type thoughts just then. That was yeah. an okay boomer article, even though it wasn't. Really, uh, <laughs> Speaking of views around, I guess like similar sounding views are our, our, one of our favorite podcasters, Joe Rogan. <laughs> he's, a, he's a small guy; he's not as popular as us, but um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, all, he, with the like most recent episode that he came out with, he started roasting video games. It, it was an episode that came out Friday, but. He started saying, or just talking about how like video games are a waste of time, and I'll I'll say like what people were upset about, and then like give fuller context, I guess. But what people were upset about on the socials were, or was that instead of Joe Rogan saying that like you can just you know play video games for fun in your like free time, and it's you know it's meant to be something you can use in your recovery or like downtime. He was saying like. You know, instead of play, playing video games, like you could be doing something like jujitsu, and in three years you could be this like super badass in jujitsu who like defends himself. But if you do three years of video games, you know you are basically in the same place. Um, you're not gonna like, go anywhere if you're not taking it seriously. And it's like he was saying that you can't just play video games for the fun of it, and if you're not like doing an activity in life that is like actively making your life better you're wasting your life basically so people were like <laughs> upset about that um so i guess like what, what are you guys thoughts on that initially <laughs> sorry i can't enjoy like uh, <laughs> what i can't enjoy something yeah not everyone has signed a hundred million dollar podcast <laughs> dude like you know people... everything i do has to <laughs> <laughs> that's like he's it's like saying well you shouldn't be sleeping because like that's eight yeah. hours of your life every hour of sleep you're losing you're not doing your fucking training regimen and becoming an alpha male <laughs> joe rogan's an idiot no, i'm sorry I'm he can be though <laughs> no he can't have fun idiot. what you're you know i just catch you having fun <laughs> that's what that another was. boondies reference <laughs> 
Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So um... like, <laughs> I guess like still out of context that that is what he said, but he was more so alluding to the idea of you know if you are playing video games eighteen hours a day and that's like literally taking over your life, then that could be as detrimental as you know being an alcoholic or doing anything for 18 hours a day where you're not, you know, actively trying to improve yourself. And that this, comparison, I, I agree with saying like, but, if you're not, okay, go ahead. Sorry. But that's like obvious. Like, right. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> like, see that, this is what like this, this dude, this comment on Reddit was like, Joe Rogan is what you get when you think having thoughts is makes you intelligent. Like, that's just like a, that's just like saying like the sky is blue. Like duh. <laughs> if you are lazy eighteen hours a day, nothing's gonna happen. Duh. Like what are you saying? Like what type of what argument are you having here? <laughs> yeah, I mean I I will honestly. If you play say, eighteen hours a day, you're not gonna get anywhere. Oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, people aren't playing video games to, you know, be better at life, I would yeah. think. But they just do it to unwind. It's a hobby, it's relaxing, you know, it's a stress reliever, so I, I don't know. I don't see what point you can't be happy be bro. here. And also, yeah. there's also very rich people that play video games uh, and they do it for yeah. a living. So there's also that. Um, That's the thing. But... Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> new field now, and like you don't have to be. I think what Ninja was saying actually. So like one of the former top Fortnite players, like now still, still just generally popular streamer, gamer, whatever. Um, he was saying that like you don't even have to be technically like the best of the best like you could be hired at twitch as like a just like a product manager or you know the the gaming industry as a whole has just exploded to the point where you don't have to be a gamer to like even make a career out of it so mm-hmm. even though that wasn't really joe rogan's point I, I just wanted to like bring that up that like gaming in itself has become its own entity and i think you know regardless of whether or not you do want to like pursue that route for a a full career or you're just doing it for fun you know you do you but basically you don't have to point out the obvious of you know doing something long enough for it to actually be detrimental to yourself that's wow (laughs) to me a lot of like the anti-video game rhetoric just they just sound like they're jealous like they couldn't do something that they like enjoy (laughs) yeah that makes like yeah i mean yeah they're millionaires that play video games all day because that's what they do they're entertaining after the end of the day they made their own brand as they're not just playing video games like you can't be a successful twitch streamer if you're not entertaining at the end of the day mm-hmm. you start to be an entertainer like pokimane i guess <laughs> she's entertaining <laughs> she's not the best at video games i don't think like is she competitive like very competitive in any, any video games that's that I know. Just, of. She's an entertainer. That's at the end of the day what you are. There are people that are very good, even like, but there are people that are very good that are just boring to watch. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good way to look at it too. But yeah, video video games are just they're great. They're fun. To me, I don't even like. If you think about it, everything that like humans create pretty much is like meant to be for the benefit of people, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like sports and stuff, like it doesn't really have sports and video games and entertainment doesn't have like a direct 
effect on your life, I guess, but it allows you to, to de-stress and then, or the idea is to allow you to de-stress and then work on things. Mm-hmm. Unless that is what your career is. Like yeah. right now, if I go, if I start go playing basketball 18 hours a day, honestly, it'd be a waste of time. I'm not going to the NBA. Really, what am I doing playing basketball 18 hours a day just to like not do anything with it? Yeah. That's a waste of time. I mean, I, I might get physically fit, but then I'll be homeless. Be <laughs> <laughs> or I could turn that into a brand and be like a famous street baller. Mm-hmm. But then that's not wasting it. Just like if you play games 18 hours a day and you turn it into a brand, then you're not wasting it. You're making money. So mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is, like, if you were to do anything for 18 hours a day, like after, like, what what's the generally agreed upon number of time or like number of hours where you would start to like not be efficient after a certain amount of time is it like 12 hours or like even less than that you know if you're like studying for finals like you shouldn't pull all-nighters because you're you're not retaining any information at that point you just i think that has more to do with um biologically your brain kind of shuts down at night Mm -hmm. like you're supposed to be sleeping but yeah, I feel, like it's it's the same logic with yeah. something like basketball. Like I, I yeah. think that going back to what Irv was saying about branding, I think that's very important, um, especially in today's uh, day and age, digital era. Everyone's on their phones, everyone's on their computer, on their gaming device. Like branding is everything. How you market yourself. So it doesn't necessarily matter the content of what you're doing. It's more how you you know market yourself, and that's like for any entertainment genre, like for music, for gaming being an actor like whatever no matter how what like people are always on social media these days so it's just very important to think about is what you know what you represent honestly yeah it it, com- it comes down to the person that is like performing the action like i i swear there there are some influencers who are like into the weirdest crap but because of them they want they cause others to want them to you know build up their influencer base or like follow them and it's because of like you said like you guys said like their brand and that that individual person and the way they present themselves regardless of i guess what the what the industry is so i think like moral of the story is just you know do what you love if you want to like take it to the next level make a serious career out of it you can do it but just don't let it get detrimental i guess yeah. thanks thanks joe rogan for being so insightful <laughs> yeah bro thanks thanks for being our favorite, <laughs> being our favorite boomer opinionator <laughs> i'll play less video games now because of that yeah wasn't the i forget exactly how the like comment said but i think it was another reddit comment that said like, oh, I I already met Joe Rogan. He was the older brother of my friend who was like twenty seven at the time. He oh, was yeah. like smoking his <laughs> smoking his garage all day and just talk about all these like weird conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny comparison. I think already, like the already, the already met a Joe Rogan, he's your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to bring up was uh another influencer, Jake Paul, is scheduled to fight the NBA professional Nate Robinson. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's up with this guy? Why is he always like fighting? 
people. I don't he's, know. He's only been fighting black entertainers mm. for years. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so he fought KSI. Was there anyone else? No. Or was that the main thing? Did he did he win against KSI? No, he did. I don't think time? he did. I could be wrong. Well, anyways, KSI and Nate Robinson, that's like like sure Jake Paul's taller, but let's let's say you were to like unleash a lion in like a herd of giraffe, like the giraffe is like fooked. <laughs> oh, KSI won. KSI did win. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but that was against. Oh, Logan. That was against Logan Paul, I think. No. Oh wait, yeah. Who was it again? It was KSI versus Logan. Paul. Wait, so did Jake Paul ever fight anyone? I don't know that. His fight is gonna be Nate Robinson for some reason. <laughs> Yo, my brother fuck KSI. I can take on a tiny 5'9 black dude. You just, uh, <laughs> death wish right there, buddy. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Just kidding. That should be interesting to see, though. Do you guys think he has a chance, though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't keep up with his fighting. What's the though? weight? Yeah, I don't really care about them, though. I don't like We well, guys know Nate Robinson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This but dude's a, like... a beast. So hopefully I mean... he beats the mess out of him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? 5'9", three-time slam dunk champion. He's just like a pure <laughs> athlete, you know? Yeah. So just based on that, I don't think it's going to be close. But, I mean, fighting is different than... That's true. It's like saying LeBron James can beat Mike Tyson. Like, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't... LeBron's, LeBron's just built different. <laughs> yeah. But like from a pure athletic standpoint, we're not professional sports analysts, but Excellent. that's just my two cents. We shall see. I, I think it's like an opening fight for some actual good fight. I don't know. But wait and see. Yeah. Alright boys, is there anything else you guys want to bring up? Uh Trump finally wearing a mask. Finally wearing a mask? Didn't didn't he wear yeah. one like a few weeks ago? I wonder if his no. what his followers would think about that. Though. I don't think. I think. I don't know. Um, I've saw. I, I can't. Well, actually, I can't even say that. I was gonna say that I saw somebody say it was like fifty eight percent went up. Like Republican support of masks went up like fifty eight percent. I couldn't. I couldn't find a source for that. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna like put that out there because I'd be believe false. it though. But I uh. I no, I still think that there's a lot of people that think he's just like kneeling to the mob pressure, or whatever the hell they say. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. It's just like any hope that I've had for this country has has dwindled significantly, and it's sad, it really is. But if that that statistic is true. I mean, I'm I'm not complaining. You know, any chance of us potentially getting out of this this mayhem, I'm I'm all for. But of course, in hindsight, it's it's easier to say. Ah, man. Uh yeah, we we're we're definitely in a deep uh, situation. Scott, we've got over three million cases, over 150,000 people dead. We're at like four and a half million now, I think. Wow. Yeah, it it boomed. 
Um, <laughs> I've never seen anything like this probably in my in my life. Like, I don't think swine flu was this bad. Uh, no, not, a, not at all. Wasn't this no, bad. Like, we haven't had a pandemic for a while. Yeah. This is like a historical. Like, we're, we're living through a historical event right now. No, people like, will never forget 2020. Combined with all the civil unrest that's going on. Yeah. Combined with unemployment, combined with the economy, where we're at right now, combined with billionaires getting even richer. Like, this is this is a historical event that we're living through. Yeah, man. It's it's gonna it'll be interesting to see how this roller coaster ends. Hopefully it ends somewhat well. I mean I don't <laughs> I don't really have I'm, I'm high praying. hopes. I'm fingers crossed. <laughs> Well, on that note, until next time, this is Chris. This is Ichi. This is Irv. And we don't know that. <laughs>